Hey, we're live. How's it going, Narf? It's good. Um, well, it's not good. I'm lo I've lost three straight games. My season is falling apart. Um, but I'm here with Hudson to talk about it. How are you doing? Uh, good. Yeah, you have one of the worst teams I've, I've seen in this league in a long time. You really want to go there right away? No, we don't have to. I just... <laughs> Like, maybe someone good was injured on your team and I just forgot about it? Yeah, I, I spent $60 on Saquon Barkley. Okay, fine. That makes more sense. Um, first of all, I'm still in the playoff hunt. Um, and I actually think I've made some good, some good moves. Um, but if you throw out Saquon, it's hard to understand how I drafted a team. Yes, I get that. Um, although I would say these podcasts this year have been like, pretty good and i think it's because we haven't talked too much about fantasy football is it because of all the new guests i've had on that detract from the fantasy i think that like the new guests have an energy that like anton doesn't really bring and uh you get energized by them and then it's like uh pretty exciting that's true. I'm pretty tired of talking to all you people by now. Like there's nothing there's nothing you're going to tell me that's new to me. But if but like when Annie or Ed are on the pod, I I get pumped up for that. Yeah, you like had a lot of questions for Ed. I was actually pretty impressed with you. I I, I prepped a decent amount for that one. Um the guy also had a couple weeks to do it cuz we were supposed to record the week before, but it got it got canceled. Um but no, I figured I figured that was the first time I've ever sat down with Ed in a formal podcast setting and wanted to make the most of it. I don't, I don't know how many more chances I'll get. I thought we had to do this league until we died, so I feel like we're going to have a lot of chances. Well, Fuse found a way out, and Vigo's still working on it, despite what he says, so I don't know. I, I, I think Ed is, is in it for the long haul. So, so what do you have to do at 9 o'clock tonight? Because that's a weird time to have something to do. Yeah, it is. Um, I am playing tennis at 9.30. Oh, like in-person tennis or like Mario tennis on Nintendo Wii? No, no, I'm going, I have to like leave my house and go to courts in Prospect Park and you only get an hour, so you really can't be late. Damn, that actually like, the thought of going outside and doing something, it sounds amazing actually. <laughs> yeah, so I've like sort of managed to still have a social life in COVID because there's so many like outdoor sports things that you can still do. Um, and New York's actually pretty good about restaurants being outside. So I'm playing a lot of tennis. I'm actually playing uh, Ultimate again with masks on, which is not terrible. Interesting. Uh, so do you play tennis with masks on or no? No. Uh, that, no one really wears a mask. Okay. Um, I mean, I play with the same people every time. So it's sort of people I know and trust. Are, are you good at tennis? Did you play growing up? Um, yeah, I was the, the the number one seed in my high school, so I played like a lot in high school. Oh, I'm okay. I'm not amazing, but like I I know how to hit the ball. So that's what led to your whole uh, Nadal over Federer thing. Yeah, I was also just kind of bored that morning, <laughs> and <laughs> I think I think everyone was. That got a lot of reaction very quickly. Yeah, I didn't anticipate it being like a whole morning long conversation, but yeah. Um, you know, it's quarantine and we'll do whatever we can to sort of pretend things are fun. Gotcha. So tennis with masks off. Ultimate, you're saying ultimate with masks on is, is, is doable? Yeah, I mean, you, you can't do, I mean, I think a mask is, makes it really safe. And it's, 
Um, you know, it's not great. It's outside. I think, I think in the end, like, I feel like it's one of the least safe things I'm doing, but I don't feel like, uh, super nervous. Like I feel like worse about going to the grocery store and being indoors. Gotcha. Uh, well, I have gone to the grocery store and been indoors. Um, are you, are you actively afraid of getting COVID like for your own health or, or for the risk of spreading it to other people though? Uh, other people. So my like 82 year old grandma lives in the city and I see her indoors. I don't um, think you're supposed to do that, dude, especially after no, like no, ultimate in no. person. We all wear masks inside and, and she just refuses to go outside. And like, um, so I get pretty nervous about seeing her and even in, in her house, I'm like at least six feet away at all times. So yeah, I don't, I don't blame you on that one. Um, okay. Got it, man. Yeah, playing tennis was so fun. I, I was trying to think like what it was when you had to have a hard stop at nine o'clock, but we'll see. I mean, if the podcast takes us past nine, I can't just cut it off. We have to see, we have to see where we're at. Um, yeah, playing tennis in New York City is like one of the worst parts of the city. The options are like you wake up at six thirty in the morning to stand outside and wait for somebody to bring a sign up sheet outdoors. Or you pay like $50 for an hour of court time. Um, or it's first come, first serve at some courts, and it's like you wait two to three hours to play. Do you still live in Manhattan, or do you live in Brooklyn now? Uh, I'm in Brooklyn. I'm in downtown Brooklyn area. Gotcha. Okay. Do you, and do you live alone during COVID? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I've been in this place like a year without roommates. Is that... Um... So that, that's sort in most days that sounds like my dream is like have a house to myself to quarantine in with no like distractions. But I, I get that it may not be that appealing if you actually live that way. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm torn um, because I definitely feel like if I were in a one bedroom apartment in New York with like a girlfriend or something, I would lose my mind. Yeah. Um, but there are like during the week, it's like shit. There's not a lot of like human interaction which i guess i miss yeah i mean do you just stay like on an average day are you in your apartment start to finish or do you go outside every day for the sake of like going somewhere yeah no i've i got um i got a nice bike during quarantine and i sort of you, you can say like, peloton men's okay no, no no like an outdoor bike and uh i try to go out like any day i'm not doing something active like at least i'll go out, like on a walk or like bike around gotcha because oh, that's good at least yeah, you know, it's sort of uh, it's sort of not the worst thing in the world. I don't know if you can hear the, the cat, but yeah, how how are uh, I was, that's that's one of my topics is how are Hudson's cats? Uh, good. Um, today they had to get shots at the vet. That's literally what you complained about last year. These fucking cats are uh, great, but they've also been like sick, sort of off and on for a while. Um, at one point they threw up worms, like live worms, which was really, really disgusting. The worms were, are you sure they were alive? If, like they, they were, were moving. I mean, I could see them moving. So did that mean they like eat worms out of the ground or it's like a parasite thing? I feel like a, I think their mom gave them a parasite that they like uh, didn't fully get rid of for like months and months and months. Ah, uh, yeah, that's gross. And um, then they like give it to each other by like licking each other or whatever else. Yeah, uh, cats are gross. But okay, so you still have two cats. That that's still your thing. Maybe do you have more cats for now? <laughs> Just two. I don't know if that's my thing, but 
It kind of is. Cat. I mean, what else? What else is your thing in this league? In this league, um, I'm like the single guy in this. I might be the only single person in this league. Is that true? What about um, yeah, Vigo? Um, yeah. Am I the only person who's not engaged? Well, married. Um, Vigo, Vigo's married. Um, I don't think Moose is engaged. Um, but he lives with his girlfriend. Yeah, and, and he's also told me before, I don't think they ever intend to get married. So I think he might be as far along as it gets. Um, yeah. Unless maybe, I'm not even sure Moose told me that. I, as I was saying it, I felt like I might be making that up. But Moose can verify. I think living with a girlfriend is sort of the same as me. That's what I mean. It's like, you know, okay. you're, you're um, basically married. Yeah. Well, you without Fuse, you're the youngest by like three or four years. So I guess that gives you an excuse. Uh, an ex- I need an excuse to not be married. Well, I'm, I'm trying. I mean, yeah. If you were like forty, it'd just be like really sad for you. But I'm, I'm trying yeah, to say forty you still have, would be tough. You still have a chance. How are you? Are you? What are you? Thirty? Thirty-one? Uh, thirty-one. Yeah, you're getting up there. Okay, so you don't. You're saying you don't have a Tron wag that you want to bring on this podcast? No, um, definitely not. Although dating in COVID is not terrible. Yeah, I have one single friend in D.C. who tells me that also, that, like, dating is actually kind of good in COVID. But I don't really understand it. So, like, the first few months were um, horrible because it was, like, FaceTime dates, which were just incredibly awkward and boring. Yeah. Um, But then, like, June, people sort of felt comfortable going outside. And, you know, restaurants are pretty safe outdoors and then there's a lot of just like hanging out in parks and like you bring a bottle of wine and you know talk or whatever yeah do you ever like if you want to break up with someone or just not go on their date do you use covid as an excuse ever is that a thing that happens uh you just kind of stop talking to people i don't think you really need to even come up with an excuse ah you don't need to be like ah caught covid or i'm afraid to be with people yeah. again no i like i dated i met someone and dated someone for like the whole summer and there were definitely like, like the first time I went out with her, I was like, so am I going to break like social distancing and risk COVID with the stranger? And uh, I did. Yep. So it was, you know, a tough choice, but you do it. And uh, I never got COVID. So that's good. I've been tested a bunch and I am still okay. So. And then at the end of the summer, you just instead of saying anything, just stop talking to her? That was your move? <laughs> no, no, that one, uh, there was like actual talking uh, okay. about the ending, but it wasn't like I'm scared of COVID. Although that was, that would have probably gotten me off the hook. So have you ever considered bringing a first date onto the podcast? Uh, I actually, I went on a first date last night and uh, she was like asking me what I'm up to this week. And I mentioned this and she said she wanted to listen. Interesting. Yeah, which is kind of wild because... Does she have any idea what she's getting herself into? I tried to explain how terrible it would be. And like, I don't think people like take you seriously when you're like, no, this will be like the worst hour of your life. To be fair, most league members enjoy listening to this podcast, I think. I think when I don't record them, I get people angry that I'm not doing them. That's right. But like, who would want to hear about like Tron or, or 
Frogger. Well, he's a league member, basically. Uh, I, I think Randall might have listened to one or two back in the day. I don't know. Um, okay, so what are the odds that you actually play this for your future WAG? I told her the name of it, so if she wants to find it, she can go and listen to... One of my biggest fears is, like, somehow this goes viral and people in my real life actually, like, listen to these and make fun of me for them. <laughs> I was sort of thinking, like, in the past, I've sort of either I've been, like, talking about, like, cases I'm working on or, like, other shit that, like, I probably, you know, you forget that it's, like, very public. And yeah, you forget that this is the recorded record of law and admissible in court. This would be admissible in court, Yeah. But you gotta drop some knowledge on a podcast that like you don't want the real world to know about. That's what sort of keeps it on the edge. Um, so, so what do you want to what do you want to say to this lovely lady when she's listening? <laughs> uh, that she owes me banana bread. She's like a, a professional chef, and where does she work? At a restaurant. She runs a business selling banana bread. That's her whole business. And she like sells out within like thirty seconds of but, like putting. Uh, like, you know, uh, quantities online. So when we say business, she just has an apartment in quarantine time and bakes a lot of banana bread? Uh, I think that she has a, like a rents an actual sh uh, kitchen. Okay. So yeah, you... I, one like tiny apartment oven can't hold like hundreds of loaves of bread. Do you intend to see this person again? So I have like actual news. Um, I'm moving to Georgia. Holy fuck. Just yeah, to get away moving, from her? No, I'm moving to Georgia on Monday to uh, help with the two Senate campaigns that are uh, going to be in runoffs. I'm hoping you're hope, helping the Democrats, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So That's actually noble work. Yeah, yeah. I'm like taking a break from my real job and doing that into January. So does your real job just let you sort of pause and come back? Um, yeah, they gave me like the first month I'm there, I'm supposed to still be doing my normal job. And I guess I'll just kind of be doing two jobs. And then the second month I'm there, I'm just off. But like, realistically, are you doing this to get away from this girl? <laughs> uh, no, it's actually a pretty good like reason to like, you know, hey, I'm only in town for three more days. Like, do you want to meet up now? And like, Boom, you're in. And then you can, if you don't like it, you have a, a great excuse. And if you do, like, it's not that long of a time to wait. So if you were not going to Georgia now, let's, like, you were living your normal life in New York, and I set the over-under of, of dates or times you will ever see this person again in person, at three and a half, what would you go? Ooh, that's a lot. Uh... I was if about said, to start higher and was lowering it in my mind as I was talking. If you said one and a half, I'd probably go over. Three and a half is a lot. So she's listening to this podcast and you can't even commit to see her four more times. I'm really confident 15 minutes in that, that it's she's tuned out. I mean, you're probably right. But I, I if you're listening, I don't know your name. You don't know my real name. Figure out how to get in touch with me. I'll, I'll buy a banana bread. And then come on this podcast. That would be great. I'm sure as soon as I said Saquon Barkley, she just was like, this is really boring. Well, first of all, I said Saquon Barkley. Fine. Um, you talked about how bad my team was. 
All right, so so so, what are you actually working on? Are you doing like legal stuff or just any type of general volunteer work? Um, I think it'll start with just volunteer work, but it'll sort of become more legal in nature. Um, I don't know exactly what I'm doing yet. I'm sort of like I've been told to just kind of go down there and and start being helpful, and then like stuff will start coming in. Are, are both and, and are you, do you get paid for this, or is it pure volunteer? I assume I won't get paid, although they might um, they might reimburse me for like housing. Yeah, do you have a place to live? Yeah, um, I got an Airbnb for like fifty two nights. All right, I can tell you just left your mic to go pet your cat or something. No, I was trying to throw him out to shut him up, but okay. no, I got an Airbnb in like downtown Atlanta for uh, for like a pretty good deal. Are Are you bringing the cats? No. No, they're sticking rack. You're just leaving them in your apartment by themselves? Uh, my mom is going to live in my place for a while. And then, like, friends will also kind of come and catch it when she's not around. Got it. Well, man, it's, it's good. This is great timing for you to come in the pod. We have a first date. We have a, a job, career transition to Georgia. Are yeah. you... So, so are both are both runoffs like sort of operating out of the same pool of volunteers and resources, or do you have to work for one or the other? Yeah. So, um, when they ran their campaigns, they were not coordinating because it was obvious that one was going to make the runoff. Yeah. Um, but now that they're both in runoffs, they're sort of this week have been coordinating together. So they and just so, pool their resources. Yeah, and so that's part of why I think like. I haven't figured out exactly what I'm doing because everything they are telling me is like we're meeting and figuring out like who's going to do what and how to coordinate. Yeah. Do, do you know anyone else doing this with you or is this pure solo? Uh, just me. Um, I've sort of reached out to a bunch of different people I know. Um, and so I have, I know a number of people down there sort of friends of friends at this point. Um, but I don't know anyone else will be doing this now. And so wait, I know you're a Braves fan. Did you ever live in Atlanta, or is that just one of your random teams from across the country? Um, the latter. Although it's not that random because when I grew up, they were the only team I could watch on TV. Wait, that's not how TV works. I mean, maybe it was back then. I guess. So they were on TBS. Oh right, TBS used to show all the Braves games because because yeah. Ted Turner owns the Braves, right? Exactly, he did. And yeah. then the Nationals were not a team in DC until I was like. 16 or 17 and yeah, that's fair. the Baltimore Orioles were sometimes on but I, they're really like four hours away so it's not really um, a thing anyone cares about oh yeah I'm, I'm honestly somewhat impressed by by this move you're doing I Thanks, I was not yeah. I was not expecting this would you had you been planning this like for a long time prior or did you just make the call sort of after the election uh, I made the call after the election, yeah. I guess you wouldn't have known they were runoffs until after the election. No, but I wasn't, like, planning on moving events. I mean, even the idea didn't cross my mind until, like, last week. So if if the – let's say these two were both runoffs, but somehow the Democrats had already had already won the Senate, would you still do this or no? No. no. Okay. Well, that no, actually makes it even more important. It's – if they don't win these – if they don't have the Senate, like, nothing will get done for at least two years. Uh, correct. It's uh, a, you know, and I guess you know, you understand, but like, it's pretty much this or nothing. Correct. Um, all right. So, so I was going to ask you about your, your, um, your new lawyer job, but it doesn't even seem relevant anymore. 
No, although I do need to like correct the record. I think someone said I did like evil law still. Um, yeah, but you know, you said you do good class action shit, right? Yeah, now I represent like victims of of fraud. Like what type of fraud? Give me an example, De- as much detail as possible. Yeah, yeah, I can tell you all public stuff. So like, I'm suing Boeing for I'm suing Boeing's board of directors for not having any safety. Um, oversight for the two plane crashes. Oh happened. shit, the 737 Maxes? Yeah, yeah. I actually followed those like really pretty closely back a year or two ago. It's pretty scary. Um, it was really scary when you read all the reports. Yeah. And apparently think, they're really close to getting recertified to be able to fly. Yeah. And their stock price is going like way up and everyone's like, oh, it's safe again. And, and so... Uh, well, that's we'll how it see. works. If the stock price goes up, it's safe. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I sue like... Uh, companies that have like big data breaches, I sue them for not protecting people's information. Uber had a big data breach. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't sue them for that, but that's um, good. I thought it was like employee data though, or something. Um, no, but that might have also happened, but not the not the big one that a bunch of people got fired for. <laughs> um, yeah, I assume they like fire low level people and like never make them available to speak with us. Yeah, probably. Um, so are you guys actually are you gonna beat are you gonna win this Boeing case? Um, yeah, we'll we'll get some kind of uh, good deal, I think. You're um, suing on behalf, like for the families of, of of victims. No, it's a weird kind of lawsuit. I'm suing um, on like through shareholders who are sort of saying the board of directors like should be doing actual like oversight. Oh. So you're not actually representing like the victims. You're representing the fucking shareholders that lost money for investing in Boeing. Um, I don't yeah, give a fuck do about think, those people. Who, who owns shares in Boeing? I don't know. People. People. Um, no, our client is like the New York State Retirement Fund. So it's like all the teachers and their pensions and all the, like the firefighters and their pensions and shit like that. Uh, um, I don't know. That one's a little bit. Uh, a little bit less direct, but okay, so, I represent like car owners who have a shitty car and, and you know, I make them fix it. Sounds great. Um, so you don't, do you, do you not work insane any hours anymore? Is it like I, a normal job? I have been working so little in quarantine. It, it's, I work like six to seven hours a day. Um, that's actually not a lot at all. No. And like, maybe I'm in front of the screen, like nine to nine hours, 10 hours, but like, like this afternoon I took a nap. Um, I had this errand with the cat. I mean, you know, it's, it's man, your life taking naps, running errands with cats. It's nice. And I also kind of, one thing about not having kids or having like a wife is that I can not do anything from like three to 6 PM and then like work all night and it's fine. Yeah, there, there's a lot of advantages to not having kids or wives in a quarantine setting, but it's okay. I've survived. So speaking of work, you know what I was working on right before this that I have to finish afterwards? Uh, no, tell me. It's not that interesting. I'm working on a proposal to get Noah to work for me. Uh, that's great. Um, I need him to do a lot of data science work for my team, um, and I need to write up a formal proposal for him to actually do it so his manager can make him do it for me. Would so. he have to move to Boston? No, it's it's all it's all virtual. Um, but yeah, I'm that that's that's my update on 
working with NOAA get around. I'll, I'll keep everyone, I'll report in future pods how the proposal went and if and when NOAA starts working for my team. Does Noah know that you're doing this or are you gonna, is he going to learn from the podcast? Um, I'm not sure Noah's been actively listening to podcasts that much this year. Um, I, I always ask him and I wait like a week sometimes and he always has never listened. Um, yeah, but, I think so. Noah's like popular in the league because he's funny and like whenever he talks, he's very like upbeat and, and whatever. But he's like been pretty terrible as a league member this whole year. Well, been unreported because i think you're a little bit in cahoots with him so by terrible do you mean like the performance of his team or him as a contributing member to the league i think both i mean he didn't show up to the draft isn't Uh, it better that frogger did though it was pretty funny yeah um and like it would have been better if his team was actually good but he might have the lowest score ever, right? I mean, it's, he it's definitely- is on pace for the lowest or one of the lowest expected win seasons of all time. Um, his so his teams have been really bad for like the last three or four years. He's he's completely given up on wanting to be good at fantasy, even if he ever did. I'm not sure, but yeah i I think Noah has a I think Noah has had one of the harder quarantine existences of all of us um so i'll give him a little bit of a pass um i mean he only has one kid as far as i know ed's got three he only has one dog but yeah i don't think he has a great work from home setup and like every two months his job gets 50 percent harder because people he works with quit and all of california almost burnt down around him so i'll I'll give him a pass on on league activity for those reasons those are Pretty good excuses. I and guess. truthfully, I don't actually care that much if Noah participates in Sleek at all because I just talk to him through our work Slack. Uh, yeah, no, that that's fair. And I I'm guess sure, I'm sure he still talks to Tronchat over their Slack. So it, it, the only people that are missing out on, on the Noah experience are like the you and Priest and Choir Boys of the league. I'm just going to start G-chatting Noah randomly about like yeah. how his day's going and how his kid is or whatever. Yeah, ask ask him if he if he wants to do some projects for Narf's team before my before my proposal's done. Is get around like been affected negatively by COVID? I feel like it must have. Um, yes. So when when COVID first hit, our business literally dropped like eighty percent in like a week, um, and we had to do multiple rounds of layoffs and a lot of restructuring, and we had to like actually sell a business line that was potentially. Um, a really good growth, a growth engine for us, but just wasn't profitable yet. Um, so yeah, it, if you would ask me this in like April, if we were doing podcasts and you asked me in April, I, I would have thought it was less likely than not that get around did not exist by now. Like we, we, we really almost ran out of money, but, but multiple things actually broke decently well for us. Um, we ended up raising a bunch more venture capital like a month or two ago. And we, we have a bunch of new leaders and we're actually, we are poised to do okay out of this, so it, it worked out a lot better than it could have for us. I'm impressed at like how quickly you converted into like business speak there with growth ventures and toys <laughs> and venture I, capital. I was actually trying when I said growth engine. I w- I was pausing, trying to think of a word that didn't make it sound so lamb choppy, um, but I, I couldn't think of anything. I, well, actually, I was about to say growth lever, but that would have been even worse. Um, that would have been terrible. Yeah. I know. I, I have to do business speak at work, and it's it's bad sometimes. 
I I feel like Noah at work is funny, but the idea of like you being really serious at work and like talking like you just did is really enjoyable. See, I'm not that serious at work compared to like most people, but yeah, I, I do sort of have to talk like that in meetings and it's, it's not great, but it's that we can't all just work six hours a day and take naps with our cats and go on errands and work all night because we're single eating banana bread. Like I've got, I've got shit I got to do, man. I know, and, and I'm supposed to be um, the sad one who's who's single. Sounds, yeah. sounds like I'm doing all right. All right, but so, yeah, you are single, you're doing all right, but did you listen to last week's podcast? I put you on my Wildwood line. I know. I was um, I was honored. What do you think? I what do you think was... of the you, me, Randall, Lamb Chop line? I think we're solid. I don't think I've ever played. I guess Lamb Chop and I were definitely at one Wildwood together, but I don't remember him as a player doing anything. Um, no, I didn't really choose him as a player. Well, well, the part of him as a player is he actively doesn't want... When he's playing seriously, he actively doesn't really want to throw up field, and I, I like playing with players like that. <laughs> that he'll just uh, cut and then just reset it back and just keep cutting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've like... I mean, the biggest adjustment for, for me during COVID was not playing club. Did, um, does, your, does your mixed team still exist? Yeah, I like how you say mixed with such disdain. But no, I was I was gonna add another adjective to it, but I didn't. Um, um, I support mixed. Frogger plays mixed now. The best players in the league play mixed. Yeah, Frogger's team was uh, is obviously in our region, and we we never really played them in a serious game, but they're just a little bit better than us. Now we we like we still exist. We we qualified for select flight two years in a row um and so whenever we get to play again there'll be like a tournament in colorado or or someplace like that for us to go to um which is we did last year which was pretty fun do you do you expect ultimate to be back to normal by next summer if you were to bet i would probably say no um it's just the idea of traveling with a bunch of people traveling from other places just to play ultimate seems really stupid. Yeah. I guess I hadn't thought about like the travel component, which is obviously pretty obvious in the club season. <laughs> I would play like local league like that. I can see coming back. Yeah. That's sort of what I was thinking in my mind. Cause that's what I do. Yeah. I, I could see league coming back and that would be um, good. But like club is, it's just like here are 16 teams from, you know, a, a thousand mile radius. Like let's, let's all meet up and breathe on each other. So when your club team travels, is it, is it still college style of have like 20 people sleep on the floor in one hotel room? Or is it more like adult style where people actually get beds and stuff? No, everybody gets a bed. Um, I like did the travel stuff the last couple of years. And there are a lot of like, like my team, everyone's sort of my age and has a you know. Is so not, people have like jobs and stuff. People have jobs and can afford like, like we're not the lowest shittiest hotel. We're maybe like one level above. Yeah. Um, and so, it's actually pretty nice. All right. So so Hudson, the one thing I have to, I, I am actually curious to know, and then I I don't think I'll ever bring this topic up again. Um, do you still are? What is your interaction level with Fuse? Do you talk to Fuse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know we're not allowed to discuss, but uh-huh. he and I are in another league. Oh, fuck that! No, you can't discuss that. 
We've been in this league the entire time. It's like it's people our year in college. Like um, trons or non-trons? Like half trons, half non-trons. You and Fuse have been in a rival tron fantasy football league this entire time? Yeah, actually, that league has a, a trophy, too. So Was this uh, known knowledge? I probably, I'm sure he brought it up at some point. I feel like I would know that. But to make you feel better, he... Uh, he wanted me to join his podcast tonight, and, and I declined. Fuse has a fucking podcast? Well, he just records a Zoom and sends, sends a, a file to the email chain. Wait. Okay. Like, it's not published in the same way that yours is. It's, it's a little bit less official. Okay. Did Fuse first... Okay. I have so many questions. Did Fuse used to do that before this year? Or is that his reaction to not being in this league? No, he's probably had it for like four years. Okay. Is it better than mine? No, it's not very good. Um, because like people in the smaller league and everyone knows each other better. And so it's just kind of like chit chat. It's, it's not as, it's not as uh, structured as yours are. It's funny that you would even say mine are structured. Um, I know. It's, I'm not saying these are like super organized, but it, it, there's some there's some like direction. Wait, Fuse has had a rival podcast in a rival Tron Fence Football League for these years, and I'm just wrapping my head around this. So he has like a guest on each week. Um, probably not every week. There's probably been like three this year. Are you saying he records them himself? Or he just doesn't do them that often? No, he just doesn't do them. I, I did one. It was me, Fuse, and Coco, which was pretty fun. I like Coco. Yeah, he's new to our league. He he filled uh, he filled someone's spot. Okay, so did you when you told Fuse you couldn't podcast with him, did you make it abundantly clear that it's because you were podcasting with me? No, he, he sent an email to the entire league saying, who wants to podcast tonight? And I, I did not respond. Okay, that is so different than not podcasting with him because you're going to podcast with me. Well, that would have been so much meaner to say. I mean, I could just ignore the email. That's not the same. You're, uh, and he reached out to everyone. He doesn't do private. Inf- God. All right. Is nobody it worth? Responded. There will be no. There will be no podcast this week because nobody responded. Is it worth you playing some of Fuse's podcast for this league on a future podcast? Um, I could try to find one. I might have deleted that email chain. Yeah. Well, at least you're on that email chain. Hey, congrats, congrats, by the way, on getting on our email chain. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely was on it earlier in the chain, too. Really? So that means someone actively removed you? Someone probably tried to reply all and fucked up because there were emails that I remember seeing about, like, what's the budget going to be and, and things like that. Okay, so Fuse, okay, so you do still talk to Fuse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he, does he have any last words for this league? Does he care at all? I don't think, I think it's just, it's just not a thing that he would, he would ever care about. I think he said he wanted to find another league to replace this one. So he feels a void from only being in, I think, one league. Is he Fuse in that league? Does he does he play fantasy the same way? Yeah, he sent me a trade today. You'll like this. He sent me a trade today that was like one random backup for another random backup. 
I mean, the real fees trade is one random backup for like a starter who's good. But I have uh, Giovanni Bernard, and he wanted to trade me Sterling Shepard for him. Uh, Gio's actually good with Joe Mixon out. I would not do that if I were you. Yeah, I, I said no. I also just like I'm not doing a fucking bench player for bench player one for one trade. Like I I couldn't care less. Yeah, I mean, okay, we, we can't go too deep into talking about your fantasy team in a Tron League with Fuse that is not this league. Uh, Fair enough. Okay, so, all right. That's what I wanted to know, if, if like Fuse actually gave a fuck at all. But it seems like he's moved on in life, so we've got Ed now. What, do you think, what did you think of the Ed pod last week? I thought it was good. Um, I was really impressed when you dropped the name of like the one black person you know. Um, and Ed actually knew who it was. Oh, I, I forgot who you were talking about for a second. Well, I know like a couple black basketball people. Player. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was the one black person in my office at Uber, though, for sure. Go Uber, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, th- I thought it was a good pod. Ed's, Ed's starting to add more value to the league. He's hosting trivia nights. Did you go to his trivia night? No, I was on this date. Oh, you were on a man on date. Yeah, I, I might have had to – I should have just joined the, the trivia with the date. That could have been a really fun thing to do. Yeah, I didn't quite understand if, like, the trivia was just him and his brother going against each other one-on-one or if there were, like, more other teams involved in this. I think his team is his him and his brother, and they play other people. So that's, like – is this actually, like, a thing now? Like, just remote trivia against other random teams? Uh, I don't, I have not done remote trivia. The thing is like, how do people not just cheat on every answer? Even at like bars, I think people cheat all the time. I, I, yeah, I cheat at bars and, until they like catch you. Um, like, especially, yeah. especially if there are like prize, like, I just can't imagine how people don't cheat doing that. I guess like integrity or honor, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. All right, Hudson. So, look, your team is pretty good. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a couple minutes to talk about. You were you were tied for first place, although you had a seven game win streak snapped last week. Are are you the best team in? in keep in mind, we're talking about this league, not your Fuse podcast league. This Legends of Tron. In the mods league, I'm in with Fuse. I'm one of the best teams. Fuck uh, your mods this... league. It's called the mods league. <laughs> yeah, it's called the mods league. What's the podcast called? Uh, Modscast. Damn it, that's actually better than Legends of Tron Fantasy Football <laughs> Podcast. Uh, I think How many so, episodes has he done? I'm at like 91 now. I'm telling you, it's a file that is attached to an email. It's not numbered, it's just... <laughs> okay, talk about... Alright, how do you feel about your chances in this Legends of Tron League? I feel pretty good. Um, I think that like... Uh, DK Metcalf is probably not going to be the best receiver for the whole season, but... Yeah, he's number uh, one right now, right? Yeah, he's number one. He's... I, I mean, he's good, though. He's really good, but, like... Yeah, we'll see. I mean, Brady and Breeze staying healthy was sort of the big question mark I had for my team because they're so old, but they've seemed fine. They've stayed healthy, but neither has been... Like, they're not bad, just neither has been, like, super, like, good. They're both relatively average. Maybe a right, little better than right. that. Um, but, like, they don't give me, like, three points. Like, Brady had one really bad week, but otherwise they all Last always week, give you, he like, gave you four points. points. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was last week, huh? Four points. Wow. Yeah, you got crushed by Yoni, whose team is actually looking kind of good. Yeah, although I still put up 125, which is like a respectable score. Yeah, although you're dropping, I don't know if you saw the expected wins. Um, previously, you, LC, and CB were all right on top of each other, and, and Lamb Chop's kind of pulling ahead a little bit now. I know, but I think in unexpected wins, I'm beating Lamb Chop because I have, I'm up half of a win, right? Yeah, but that only counts for Moose. Um, we're also all within 10 points of each other, which is pretty... I, I know, the, the, the total point scored is... is I, I'm not sure, I can't remember a season we've had like three teams this... Like a top three teams this clear and this close. Although, by record, CB's teams had a little bit of bad luck because they're not actually doing that well. Yeah, I mean, the chances of me getting a buy are probably like 70-80%, I would say. Yeah. And so that means you only have to win twice, right? So I think that would... I have a pretty good chance of winning. Now, I was looking through our league history as I was updating expected wins. Do you do you remember how many finals appearances you've made in this league? I know that I've never made the finals in this league. You are one of two charms, well, three if we count Ed, with zero finals appearances. Do you know who the other one is? Uh, it's not hard to guess. Priest? Moose? No, Moose. it's Moose. It's Moose. I don't think I've ever gotten a bye even, which is... Almost more impressive. Uh, I don't track that. I tr- you made the semis three times, but potentially none were bots. Potentially you just won in the first round all three. I, I don't know. No, I'm like I've been like the five seed, and then I get like 128 and beat the four seed. Like it's not. I've never had a, like a good team that I was like, oh, I should win. Yeah, I don't think you have any. If I look through the top, like the top historical scoring seasons and expected win seasons. Yeah, this could, is, is this your best Legends of Tron team ever? Is this your season? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I um, I think you were like destroyed my team too before the season because yeah, you really had I ranked, the Odell pick. I ranked you tenth. I was checking that. That was not one of the ones I got right. Um, I did not. First of all, I was right about the fucking Odell pick. Yeah, but it wasn't like, like I think you can get away with spending thirty dollars like frivolously. I mean, you're the one that's done auction. You've done auction drafts before, right? You were you were sort of humble bragging about that heading in. I was answering questions and being helpful to my friends in the league because no one knew what they were doing. So, so your strategy, <laughs> so the strategy you were giving out to people was frivolously spend thirty dollars. That's that's your advice to people that have never done auctions before. No, my strategy in the auction draft is to like get a bunch of good like twenty to thirty five dollar players. Yeah, I did look. Spent like sixty dollars on on anybody. You you had the lowest highest price player of any manager. Kelsey at thirty eight was your highest price player. Um, and he's been amazing for me. He's. It's funny because at the time I, I really thought that was a bad pick compared to Kittle, who went for like half the price, and I thought Kelsey was like maybe five percent better. But he's been worth that value. He's been really good for you. It's also like. There's just no tight end. Like, people are starting guys who get, like, five or six points, and I'm going to get, like, 15 to 20 every week. Yeah, I get, like, zero because Zach Ertz is on IR and was fucking terrible even before he was on IR. Um, yeah, it hasn't been a great year for Philly sports, huh? Um, what are you talking about? The Sixers are about to get James Harden. I think you're going to get Russell Westbrook. I think you should mentally prepare for that. I was talking with that with my Sixers friends today. I will say on the record, I think Russ is actually underrated. Like, I think he is a valuable player on an NBA team. On, on like, a, in a vacuum, I would take him. I just, I just think he's a really bad fit for the Sixers. So that's my way of saying I don't want Russ. Yeah, no, you don't need another guy who can't shoot. 
It's yeah. It's he can't play with Simmons, and him and Embiid fucking hate each other. Um, I was actually at the game in Philly randomly. I went down for their game, where they were like taunting each other the entire game, and it went to like three overtimes. And uh, I think Russ fouled out, and was Embiid was waving goodbye to him. It was pretty yeah, pretty great. So we're gonna get we're gonna get Harden, and we're gonna give up Simmons, and it's it's. Everyone in Philly is like going crazy over Harden and Bead pairing and how good it's going to be. I, I think Harden Simmons works ten times better together. I'd so much rather have a Harden Simmons um, pairing, but I, we're not going to end up with that, so it's going to be sad for me. I mean, Simmons is just kind of a bigger Westbrook, right? Like he's he's better on defense, obviously, but he's way better tried, on defense. Well, it wasn't it's, that successful. It's funny. There's actually Embiid is. There's a lot of advanced metrics that Embiid is actually quite good on defense and maybe the best player in the league and like there's a lot of nba writers like zach Lowe particularly who, who will always say that I, I do not see that when i watch the games i think Embiid is really overrated on d and i think simmons can guard anyone and actually make plays Embiid is just like freakishly large though they like don't make people that big in the nba to like guard the rim it, it is true but you can get him on pump fakes all over the place He's he's lazy. He he can like he's not atrocious on the perimeter compared to like an average center when he tries, but too often he is atrocious because he'll go for like his he, like athletically he's not that bad, but his technique is just bad. He gets caught going for steals a lot and pump fakes. I, I don't know. He's definitely I, like out of shape. I mean, what you're saying is he's out of shape because like he, he just he, does like lazy bullshit and hopes it works instead of like fundamentals. Yeah, it, well, it's out of shape. Or it's just not having the fundamentals like drilled into him well enough. Uh, like he never really grew up playing basketball and has never really been coached by anyone. So it's tough to say. Um, but I, I mean, what else were you referring to? The, the Phillies blowing their playoff chances? I mean, I don't care about that. So one of my friends is like moved to Philly and is actually pretty good friends with the current Phillies GM. Who um, is the GM? I don't even know. It's a guy who was the number two, and then they fired okay. the main guy. But the Phillies could be good. Um, no, I mean, the Eagles are just, like, pretty – I mean, to win the Super Bowl two years ago and now – Three years ago. Three years ago and now just be extremely depressing is, is... – Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because most of the press after that Super Bowl was how the Eagles were actually, like, built to be a dynasty for, like, ten years. That we had, like, yep. all the foundation. That our cap was under control – like, we, we, we're going to make the smart moves. And that has definitely not happened. Here's the thing about the Eagles. One, that Super Bowl is enough for me. I'm happy for a long time. Not just, not just because we won a Super Bowl, but how we won that Super Bowl. Beating Tom Brady with Nick Foles, that is like an all-time fucking story. And, and I'm happy with that. But Yeah, that's fair. Um, should we do the quarterback thing i gotta go in 10 minutes i'm watching the fucking clock chill out um we'll, we'll do the quarterback thing in a minute um i had another point about the eagles oh they're fucking locked like there are eight games left in the season and the eagles are fucking locked into the four seed like that how it that's like not it seemingly shouldn't be possible that like eight games out you can with basically 99 percent accuracy predict a team's playoff spot yeah and they're gonna play like the Buccaneers or the like Cardinals and lose by like 35 points. Yeah, I haven't actually even thought about who we'd play. 
Um, yeah, the Bucks or the Cardinals or the Rams would be like the bets. We could beat the Rams. Honestly, we could beat the Bucks if Brady sucks. And I think we could beat for any for any one game. Like we can turn it on, and and if Wentz doesn't turn the ball over four times, we can play competitively with anyone. So I I think we can. We'll see. I think we can win a playoff game. I guess the shitty four seed playing at home has historically actually done okay. Like the this uh, the beast mode Seahawks. Seahawks. The, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, Hudson, I'm going to get you out of here for your fucking tennis match. So you can go Nadal on everyone. Um, what is, have you thought about a quarterback for yourself? Yeah. Um, I, I guess he's probably been picked, but I'm going to repeat. That's okay. Um, I'll go with Phil Rivers. So, yeah, um, that's not terrible, but he is, but he is assigned to choir for it. Fair enough, but no, I in in mixed, I I'm kind of like a like a downfield cutter, but I probably throw the most hucks on my team, and uh, you know I think Rivers is kind of a gunslinger too, um, and he's never he's like had a lot of success, but he's never like made a Super Bowl, and my team lost in the game to go to nationals, basically two years in a row. Um, and part of it was me blowing it. So I feel like that's Phil Rivers. <laughs> um, interesting. We, we have some similar logic in who I gave to you, although it is not Phil Rivers. Um, okay. Who is it? Well, it's, it's not, it's probably not quite as friendly as Phil Rivers. So, uh, you might want to prepare yourself or if your lady friend is still listening, I, I don't want to, I don't want to ruin her image of you. Do you... Uh, let me just say this before you, you say, like, I, I think I've gotten a lot better since uh, since you probably last saw me play frisbee. Seriously. First of all, first of all, I chose you on my wildwood line. I I, sure. I, I know what you can bring to the game. Um, okay. Secondly, do you talk about ultimate on your first date? Does she know you play ultimate? Um, I probably mentioned it quickly and moved on. Okay. Gotcha. So okay, so we we've got. <laughs> So it's not like Priest. You didn't wear your Tron jersey to your first date. Oh, that's a great idea. No, I didn't do that. I, I should have followed up on that because it's it's so shocking to me that of all people, Priest would choose to do that. Um, he did this with his wife? That's what she said on the pod, that he wore his Tron jersey to their first date. That's actually kind of shocking. Um, I, I know. Like I would expect, like Frog, I would expect Frogger to do that, but with an Ironside jersey, not not like Priest. So I met Priest. He was living in Charlottesville, where I'm from. Yeah, we've all met Priest. We went to college fine. with him, but I didn't go to college with Priest. I didn't. I never overlapped with him. Okay. Um, and I played league with him because Vigo put us in touch, and we were like baggaged in league. Um, and he was like a, one of these grad students who like never really has to like show up with like professional clothes and grow up. Yeah. So it, it, that makes more sense why he would wear a, a Frisbee jersey on a date. Okay. All right. So here's what I got for you. So I, I was thinking, I was thinking about you as a thrower. Like you're right. You're more of a downfield cutter. Um, I think your throws are like serviceable, but it's not your strength. And like, I think your form is like a little bit weird. Um, but like you, you, you can make it work. Um, but what's interesting to me about it is I think you tend to play on teams that like make you throw a lot more than you should. Like you were saying, you lead your team in hucks. Um, like that doesn't like 
feel right to me. Like your team should have someone who can hook better than you. Um, and and I sort of like one of the things that, that makes me think this is you mentioned you lost in like the game to go a couple years in a row. I remember one of them, I think, was to Frogger's team. Is that right? No, we lost to the other New York team and we would have played Frogger's team in the championship. Didn't you play Frogger's team or maybe he was watching? Okay. I, no, we lost we lost to them in the in our pool. And then um, we finished second in the pool, they finished first. Okay, so 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 hope I mean hope this doesn't sound too mean, but I remember afterwards like Frogger telling me about it and him saying how like like yeah, like he couldn't believe that on your team like you were the one throwing deep a lot because you were just like make an in cut, get open well, and then just throw the disc away every single time. Um, uh, against his team, I definitely did that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking about like a quarterback who's like is actually like okay at throwing, but is just always put in a position to like do more than he should and can like sometimes come through, but more often not. So I'm giving you Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh my God. No, that's terrible. I, for, first of all, I actually love Fitzpatrick from a fantasy perspective. He's on your bench. <laughs> You're waiting for Tua's, uh, but it's, it's like the same thing. Like he's, for some reason, all the teams he's on, like, always ask him to, like, play like he's Patrick Mahomes. Like, he just constantly gets asked to do more than he should. And it works until it breaks and he throws, like, five picks in a game. But he's, like, a – he's, like, a – he would if, if I were, like, a really good, like, league player whose team never won any league <laughs> titles and never even played <laughs> club. Like, that's what Ryan Fitzpatrick is. Hudson, I, I – look – this is how it works go to fuse's podcast and complain about it if you want and then send us a clip i think i know who you pick for yourself though oh you can guess um are we all supposed to guess yeah yeah yeah. guess i I forgot about that um i think that you think you are nick Foles. nope um i have nick Foles. i have nick Foles for someone else you're like i think he's not very mobile but he's pretty accurate and um, he's streaky. And I feel like there are games I play with you where your flick is on and you're just like carving up a defense. And then there are like yeah, that's games every game. Where it's like, what the fuck, Narf? Stop throwing upfield. Uh, th- those don't exist. Um, <laughs> no, it, it, is, it, is not, it is not Nick Foles. Um, it, it's, really, it's really actually not interesting at all, the quarterback I chose for myself, which is the genesis of this whole segment. But we'll see if it's ever revealed. I'm not even sure I'm going to say if no one guesses. Well, we're at week 10, right? So we're kind of running out of these. We're at week 10. I know. And there might only be one or two podcasts left. Um, Who, who's up next? Do you um, have a- next week, I have a special guest booked that I will not reveal, at least yet. It better be Vigo. Um, I can't reveal. V- it's not Vigo. Vigo has gone fucking dark again and won't answer any of my calls to podcasts. I'm really mad that his team name is a new name pending. It's been that for like the whole season. And I think that's clever. I think that's the joke, man. I know, but it's not funny. What the what does kissing your kids mean? Did I miss that? Is that a reference to something? Have you seen this video where Tom Brady kisses his adult son on the lips? No. That's what the picture like he did like a Facebook like video series. How old is Tom Brady's son? Tom Brady's only like 40, 43. His son is like 10 years old and he's kissing his son on the mouth. Well, first of all, I'm not sure I'd call a 10-year-old an adult son, but I get I mean, your... Would you kiss a 10-year-old daughter on the mouth? Uh, son on the mouth? 
uh, I, I don't know. I, if, if, is that what you're supposed to do when you have a 10-year-old? I don't know how it works. I actually, I barely really kiss my daughter. She's two. Um, do you kiss your kid on the lips? No, that's weird. No. No. Oh, that's disgusting. He kissed his son on the lips. Yeah. All right. Was this like a thing that went viral and I just missed it? Yeah, my picture is is the actual screenshot of it. All right, I don't. Uh, that's all right. I stopped caring. Anyway, Hudson, look, it's eight fifty nine. You're a minute early. I'm not giving you a Taylor song, but thank you for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Narf. All right. Good luck in Georgia. Thanks. See ya.